have to read yeah. the last thing. You do, I think. I didn't mean to single it out for you this hard, but... Yeah. The story behind the Satsui no Hado. Over the 30 years that Street Fighter has existed, our culture has become more tolerant and accepting of people from all walks of life, citation needed. And the game itself has changed to accommodate the world's ever-changing perception. <laughs> that means that they uh, toned down some of the racist caricatures and made the mm -hmm. uh, ladies a little less breasty. Mm -hmm. However, there has been one constant in Street Fighter's long history, the seeming fear of its creators on the topic of sexuality. Yeah? Hmm, yeah, no, in that nobody has had sex on screen? Uh-huh. Uh, I guess? I, I'm not sure. Mm, there have been a lot of Street Fighter games. I don't know if I can prove that. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe somewhere in the EX series, someone just does, just sort of have sex there. I, mean, I don't there's know. there's gotta be like seven gacha games that are canon, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a Puzzles and Dragons version of Street Fighter. <laughs> mm. Okay, but then... Okay, but that series doesn't have fucking either. I know, I checked. <laughs> As dragon in the title, so... I have to know. Um, so... <laughs> Granted, there have been very revealing costumes for their characters, for both men and women. Ryu, Chun-Li, Kami, Urien... That's... That's a joke. He's making a He's joke making, there, actually. He is making a joke. He is making a joke there that relies on you knowing that Orion is barely clothed, but definitely not in a sexy way, more in a Greek statue way. It's a, it's not a great joke, but that is a, he did make a joke. Yeah! <laughs> so just like, my brain was like collect, connecting neurons. They're like, wait, wait, it's like, wait. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> One out of how many articles has this been? He made a joke. <laughs> But outside of fan service, there has been very little to talk, little talk in canon on the topic of sex. Mm hmm The fear is justified. If the controversy over the character, fucking. We gotta talk. We gotta talk about fucking poison now. God yeah, damn we do. it! Motherfucker, you tricked me. <laughs> it's mostly not about poison. This article. If the controversy over the character Poison is any indication, when it was revealed by Yoshinori Ono that Poison was male-to-female transgendered woman, just, there's a lot of fun way, fun things to unpack there. Mm -hmm. There was enough public backlash where Ono recanted his statement and declared po that Poison was whatever you wanted her to be. This didn't stop Capcom from keeping Eagle a homosexual character. Ken and Hakan from being married to beautiful women with children, or stop them from the creation of the overtly, overtly, overtly sexual jury on. Capcom's oh. actions reveal that they want to imbue a sense of real world of the real world within the world they've created. However, to prevent them from receiving negative responses to their characters, they only go forward with what is considered acceptable by the fan base at large. So while they, there may be a homosexual or bisexual character from time to time, they don't hook up with anyone, instead getting their frustrations out in the heat of actual combat. Do you think sex is for getting your frustration out? 
Yes, obviously. Okay, just checking. Just checking. Uh, let, let, me, let me go back to the, the title, the Satsui no Hado. Okay, no, this makes sense maybe for Ryu. Let's let's figure this out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking poison. God damn it. Yeah. Dear Fighting Games, stop trying to represent me. Because you're not, actually. This has left the creators in a tough spot. Since sex is considered taboo, they need to find a way to keep the sense of the real world alive while keeping the coveted T rating. In other words, how do you bring real world sexuality into a children's game? Yeah, that's... okay. Yeah, that's, but don't do that. Don't, I mean, don't do that? Yeah, one, don't. Two, I guess you, uh, you don't have them just have penetrative sex in the middle of the fight. <laughs> How do you it, do it that? Seems, it seems like a hard line to not cross. <laughs> Hakan does it by accident because he's so greasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they had to. They had to patch Super Street Fighter Four to remove the move where Hakan just has sex with you. <laughs> you, the, you, the player, to be clear, not the character. Well, actually, it might be the Shadow Man. That's true. It might be the Shadow. Animators have done this for years, sneaking in visual or audio gags as Easter eggs for parents who watch their children's... It's fucking Robert Langdon again! Fucking mm -hmm. jumble capers! <laughs> Certainly this has been done in games as well. The real challenge, though, is making it part of the story. In the times we live in now, there's a demand for video game culture to be more aware of sexuality and for the inclusion of the LGBT community. In other words, sexuality needs to not only be present, but it also has to be family-friendly. And the term family-friendly is different for everyone. Yeah, welcome to a very fucking surface-level examination of fucking LGBT representation, you mm -hmm. dipshit. You yeah, no, this is his attempt to try, like, queer literary analysis as like a to try that on and see what that's uh, like <laughs> so how do you appeal to everyone without alienating anyone you do things subtly and never reveal your true intentions unless it's you know on a fucking collectible porn card <laughs> Capcom has been telling this type of story for years under everyone's noses. In fact, it's so subtle that the most overt clues need to be scrutinized heavily to get a clear picture of it. Street Fighter is more than just a game of people fighting. It's about a sexual coming of age for some of its most prominent characters. And it's all been told through the story of the Satsui no Hado. Oh, I guess I should say what that... Satsui no Hado is the mystical force at the core of Ryu's and others' martial arts style. That's like, it's so... It's like the powerful thing, but if you embrace it, you kind of go evil and crazy with fighting. Unless you, like, super meditate. Ryu's martial arts style was determination. Uh, no, it's... It's... I guess, actually, it's sexuality. I was wrong, too. <laughs> uh, I mean, anyway. you, you can see, it, like, like sexuality, you can see it as, the, like, the glowing aura around them. Mm-hmm, yeah. 
Oh, you know when someone gets really horny and they're glowing? You know how they always say to pregnant women that they're glowing? It's because they mm. have. It's because the fucking holy grails happened in them. <laughs> Satsui no Hado has consumed them. <sighs> okay, so while the Satsui no Hado was expanded on in the Udon Street Fighter comics, especially within the Dark Sakura timeline, and holds many design details that can pertain to the topic at hand. For the purposes of this theory, we will stick only to the main games and the official first-party lore. So, oh, so only those are canon. I see. For now. <laughs> Wielded by Akuma, the Satsui no Hado is one of the most powerful elements in Street Fighter lore, as it is period. As it is the literal desire to kill to become stronger, it is the pinnacle of the power of darkness and is shown to not only be corrupt, comma, but also to also have the ability to corrupt others. This was again shown prominently in the Dark Sakura storyline in the comics. I told you to disregard yeah. it. Fuck you. It was, <laughs> we're regarding it, though. It was also shown prominently in the DLC, as we all remember for Azur's Wrath. <laughs> Akuma's role in the storyline is as a tempter. He wants Ryu to succumb to the Dark Hado, to be able to fight him to the death as a test of strength. Ryu's journey is his battle with the Satsui no Hado and his ability to conquer it. However, it can also be looked at in a different way. Ryu's journey is also his own battle with his sexuality. Uh-huh. Also, have I told you about my theory that Ash is in a coma and that actually Charmander <laughs> represents his sexuality? No, but you shouldn't. <laughs> also, because that's not canon to Street Fighter. Or is it? Woo-hoo. Ryu fought Charizard Giovanni. In, in, the street, in Smash Brothers, so... Hey, that's true. And yeah. Giovanni starts with G. <gasps> yeah. 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 And yeah. it doesn't yeah. start with Q. Think about it. This is not to say that the Satsui no Hado is the state of being homosexual within the world of Street Fighter. The, I know you were is, all you were all jumping to that conclusion. This is like the, the tenth now. time he he does this constantly, where he ends a paragraph with some kind of stinger and then starts the next one having jumped three steps forward. Yeah, it's really bewildering. No, it isn't. It isn't. What the Satsui no Hado actually is, is the manifestation of the perception of a predominantly heterosexual culture that considers homosexuality immoral. Oh. See, it's it's not the thing that you definitely thought it was. It's actually abstracted twice over. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, in essence, the Satsui no Hado is Ryu's struggle with his sexuality, as canonically, the Satsui no Hado is the embodiment of conflict. And that is why it is the embodiment of social, the social norm of homophobia. <laughs> Since the Satsui no Hado can be accessed by anyone regardless of martial art, this is why Ken, Hakan, Eagle, Sakura, Poison, if we accept that she is transgender, and Dalsim are not affected by it in-game, and they all accepted their own respective sexualities. What? Have we... What? 
What? What? When did we? (laughs) When did we establish any of that shit? We look. I mean, who can look at Dalsim and not see somebody who is comfortable with his own sexuality? Okay, Dalsim. I absolutely sure. Sure, I'll grant you Dalsim. I'm not arguing. Whatever. Tendu, you know, monk. Sure. Eagle doesn't have any characterization at all. He's from Street Fighter One. That's not even a real game. <laughs> yeah, That's I watched a... you play it. It really isn't. Yeah. No. yeah. It... And he's only homosexual because he looks like uh, 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 Freddie Mercury. Because he's visually based on him in, when he appears in a later thing. Yeah, like so... uh, like uh, in a lot of things. Because, yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, Freddie Mercury really fucking rules and a lot of people like putting Freddie Mercury in things. Also yeah. correct. <laughs> this brings us to another point. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Akuma is questioning his own sexuality, and it is this that is the source of his power. Oh, that's what the A in LGBTQA stands for. <laughs> it always it has always stood for Akuma. It's never stood for anything else. Of course. Fuck. <laughs> Let me, a 20-year-old, tell you what it has always meant. It has always meant Akuma. <laughs> Homosexuality is seen as a forbidden state of being. If talking to certain members of our own families isn't already proof enough... Ooh, gotcha! This is the same for the Satsui no Hado. If, Go- if Goken's warnings to Ryu about using it are any indication... Being homosexual and using the Satsui no Hado are two sides of the same biased coin! Huh? Yeah, I don't understand that. But I thought it was a representation, but now it's two sides of the coin. Yeah, are you telling me that this man has trouble differentiating between literal and (laughs) and metaphorical? Well, actually, in fact, it's this perception of the Satsui no Hado that Oro discusses with Dalsim in part two of the official side story Musings on a Still Night, linked to Capcom's website. Take a look at this abbreviated excerpt. I don't know what Oro sounds like. So I'm just going to... So we have to go take a side story off to a a YouTube channel and find Oro. (laughs) Uh... Psychic power, key, the power of yoga, the Satsui no Hado. You know what I think. These powers are all the same. When you follow them to their root. Uh, fuck. Um, Dalsim says. Yoga fire. Yoga fire. (laughs) Yoga fire. Yoga fire. Pretty much, yeah. Yoga. (laughs) Key techniques. Psycho powers. And my own yoga power. They come from the same source of power. But the ways we achieve that power and rise above our limits are different? Exactly, says Oro. With training, we fish too may fly. Sorry, I had to stand up for just a brief moment, but I can actually inform you. Oro sounds like this! Oh! Yahooy! He does noises like that a lot. (laughs) Now you know. I probably couldn't have done that at this point. My throat is starting to hurt. Before that makes sense. Before this excerpt, Oro gave Dalsim a demonstration. Before this excerpt that I pulled for no fucking reason, something <laughs> else happened that is pertinent to this, and I'm not going to include it here. 
<laughs> before this end... God damn it! Before this excerpt, Oro gave Dalsim a demonstration of the Setsui no Hado. So you... You you just cut out the part where it makes it makes sense that you're referencing it. And... Uh, why, why did you do this? Ah, <clears throat> uh, sorry. I mean, Dalsim's response to it to react in a strongly negative fashion is a typical reaction of most people who f find out a loved one is gay. <laughs> Man, I remember yeah. when my mom, like, found out, like, I remember when I told my mom that I was trans and she, like, just started throwing all that fucking yoga fireball at me. <laughs> and then she yoga infernoed me and I was like, that's it, I'm done, I'm out, bye. And, and then, as you were leaving, boom, there, there's the long leg. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, again, I do want to emphasize, it's the it is the desire to kill people. <laughs> yes, homosexuality. It is. Yeah. It is the extension of the violence you are performing, and then, you know, take uh, it a fucking yeah. step further. Which if we if we consider if we consider if we consider Chun Li to be a descendant of Jesus Christ and a representation of the Holy Grail, the Hatsumi no Hata is obviously homosexuality, and the opposite of the Holy Grail destruction in the exposure of Satan. So really what I'm saying is I'm also homophobic. Because <laughs> I God. don't know what I'm arguing anymore. However, most yeah. of the point, it shows that Oro has mastered his own sexuality. Canonically, he... <laughs> loves women, and his being able to control the Satsui no Hado shows he can control his own urges as well. With... So, huh? he does want to fuck dudes, but he controls it because he loves women. I mean, that's what Stephen Mayne is saying, but saying. I don't know if he thinks... I don't know if he knows he's saying that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, he's I implying that, that people... That... If you're gay, it's because you failed to control your urges? And you didn't embrace... Yeah, you're struggling with it and you didn't embrace... Uh, you didn't embrace and thus take control of them. Which may or may not result in homosexual sex, but, like, the important thing is is that... The important thing is is that struggling with it is the struggle of... of uh, is the struggle of coming out. Um... <laughs> Which is fucking insane. Uh, and no, unlike I'm the rest go, of this paragraph, I'm going to. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt here. I don't think Stephen Main does think he's saying that. I don't think he wants to say that. I think he's trying his damnedest to be a nice, uh, like a nice little ally, doing nice little things. And mm -hmm. also trying to make some big important thoughts about something stupid. And I'm sure if he thought that we came to that conclusion, he'd be aghast. I would agree from what I've seen of his political beliefs, which he doesn't share very much of because he's too busy sharing every other thought. I mean, his political but... beliefs are Street Fighter. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I think part of it is he is very bad at explaining what he thinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I think he's also very bad at thinking what he thinks. Yes. Basically, with this display, Capcom wants to say that sexuality can be fashioned much in the same way as the Satsuri no Hado. Colon. It can be a force for good, or it can be a force for evil. In fact, this has happened in real life. Take Billie Jean King, Elton John, and Hugh Hefner for the good side. What now? I don't think I want to take Hugh Hefner. For the good side? Yeah. Uh, either side. Hugh Hefner for the, the good side. The force of good, and, Hugh Hefner? Yeah. And infamous murderer Carla Faye Tucker, John Wayne Gacy, and Ted Bundy for the evil side. Oh, now, so <laughs> if you murder people, it's bad sex. Otherwise, good sex. I yeah. guess. But I, I think There's I think a line, and it's remember. way over there. <laughs> Billie Jean King had just had mastered and controlled the Satsui no Hado, whereas John <laughs> Wayne Gacy let it overtake him. God. With all of this being said, the question remains, how do we know that the Satsui no Hado is a budding manifestation in struggle with homosexual desire? That question still remains because we are all asking it. There are two <laughs> primary pieces of evidence. The first is Akuma's complete obsession with Ryu. He desires to fight him and only him and to bring not out the Satsui no Hado in him. You could not be more wrong. Akuma wants to fight several people he determines are powerful enough. No. That's... Only happens Ryu, a lot because he wants to fuck him. I, I just, yeah. I just earlier I established Asura. Yeah. <laughs> in not seducing an arguably easier target in Sakura, who is younger, has far more potential, and is not as experienced to handle her own wants and needs as Ryu is his own, he projects two things: his complete rejection of women. And his preference towards male adversaries. His primary rivals are all men. Ryu, Goken, Gen, and Bison. And argument could be made for Rose, but even then he considers her an annoyance at best, and she's the good half of Bison's soul anyway, which opens up a whole new set of doors on gender and good and evil. Two parentheses. Yeah. <laughs> we were nested. Let's take a look at Akuma's English ending in Street Fighter Four. <laughs> YouTube link, need I say more? At the 28 second mark, he states to Goken, Let this be a fight to the death. The winner claims the cub. The word cub is a double reference chosen intentionally by Capcom's English writers. It not only describes Ryu's youth relative to Akuma and Goken, it is also a slang term for a yeah. young gay man. Yeah, that's what they meant, all right. You nailed it. It's you did it. It's also not exactly correct either. No, it's not. It's that's a it's, it's a very specific type of young gay man. <laughs> <laughs> and again, uh, I'm going to say right now, not Ryu. Yeah, no, not Ryu. No. Especially not... Not really. Not if you start getting to, like, Street Fighter 4, Street Fighter 5, Street Fighter 6. 
This can be brushed off as circumstantial. However, <laughs> there is one last piece of evidence to point out, as Rhea and Akuma aren't the only ones involved with the Satsumi no Hado. Sagat is struggling with it as well. Yeah, you didn't think I'd go there, but I, I did. didn't. Yeah. The strongest evidence of the link between the Satsui no Hado and homosexuality is in Sagat's story mode in Street Fighter V. Take a look at 3.42 on this, from 3 minutes 42 seconds on. For this unavailable video. Yeah, <laughs> It's not even there? The Satsui no Hado changes Sagat's perception of, of Namu Namupun? I don't know who that is. Namupun, from a caring child to a demon that urges him to kill. This was done not just to show the Satsui no Hado's corrupting the wielder's psyche, but to show exactly what it does in regards to the perception of the opposite sex. What Sagat sees in the girl is what Akuma would see if he looked at her. Fear. Even Sagat says that it is pathetic. it was pathetic he would fear the shadow of a child. Quote unquote. And while closeted homosexuals don't fear the opposite sex, this ties in perfectly with the fear of coming out. The inability to have normal quote unquote relations is defined by a, by a societal structure and the idea that they're experiencing that what they're experiencing and the idea that what they're experiencing is wrong. At first glance, it seems Akuma fears nothing. But with everything said here, there's one thing he is afraid of. Losing to a warrior he deems to be inferior. <laughs> the Satsui no Hado taints his perception <laughs> that women are inferior for his needs. Both, because by the way, remember, we did conclude that all, he is, he is, he could use all women as incapable. Yes, because he doesn't happen to be rivals with Sakura, a teenage girl. Yeah, who is... Yes. Like very clearly, like aspiring to be, like th that that game's hey, what if Ryu was a baby? Yeah. Oh, like like Goku. Nothing's like Goku. <laughs> <laughs> the Satsui no Hado taints his perception that women are inferior for his needs, both sexually and on the battlefield. This ties back to how society sees homosexuality as a forbidden choice rather than a natural state of being. Yes, homosexuality is akin to the choice of not beating up a teenage girl. <laughs> <laughs> or in this case, you know how gay people don't want to have gay sex with someone who's worse at sex than them? <laughs> I think is the metaphor. I mean... I mean there's there's aspects of gay culture that are like that, but <laughs> I I mean I believe that is how the ancient Greeks viewed it. So I don't know. <laughs> You're right. He's actually right about all of this. Mm-hmm. He's probably right about everything. However, in part two of Musings on a Still Night, it's Oro who states it best. Um, power itself is neither good nor nice. evil, even in the case of the Satsui no Hado. I don't know. I just did it. No, yeah, you nailed it. Oh, great. The story continues. Uh, wait, is somebody saying this? Maybe. 
quote. I mean, if <laughs> you're supposed to be familiar. Quote, his final point he left unspoken that labeling a power as evil only invites errors when working to suppress it, unquote. Oh. This is the message Capcom wants to send to its audience. Never label something or someone you do not understand. Well, then I guess I can't label any of your writing. <laughs> this pings back to the truth about Ryu's parents and the truth about Dalsim's defined blessings. <sighs> the truth about Dalsim's divine blessings is a picture of Pickle Rick at the top for because he says he's in a bit of a pickle. God damn it! So we put a picture of Pickle Rick in. Anyways. Uh, so extra credit. Uh, what'd you learn this evening? Fuck. <laughs> I've come across... I came across this, and I've come across some other comparable things where it's like... This is theoretically good podcast content, but it requires so much knowledge and it's all in long form. And I feel like trying to record it would be just like an overlong, impenetrable mess. And I learned I was right. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what this episode is going to be like. Uh, I don't. I don't understand. You fear it. I embrace it. Because I have mastered the Satsui Is this going to be a three-hour-long short? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just... It's so fucking... I, I thought going into this, you know, it's a bit late. I'm a little tired. But this is labeled as a short, so it's probably not going to go on too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I. Well, sorry I, if you had that impression. No, it didn't I matter. I aware of... I wasn't aware of how much we would be getting. Yeah, no. <laughs> I tried to pare it down, but I... I don't know. It's like, still... I can't just link two posts. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I think it was all very important. Yeah. There. And I, again, I did even have to skip the one where he analyzes the match three game. <laughs> where they're all cats. Yeah. <sighs> Go back and read that one on your own. It's good. Uh, I I learned that God, I learned that it's I learned that I really am really, really upset by how much of an impact the Da Vinci Code had on people. (laughs) You know what? I'm just gonna say one pause. We've We've had a lot of fun here. I'm going to say one positive thing about Stephen Main. I think Main Street's a good website name. Yeah. Yeah, it's M-A-N-E like his name, so... That is... It's it's solid, I'm not going to lie. I do expect a different website from that. Mm-hmm. But... So... It's a little... It's a little confusing, but... Oh, wait. Shit. Sorry. I just realized something something else that I learned while doing this. I don't even know if this makes it in the episode. Um, he has a YouTube channel where he uploaded some of his early theories before he started writing them and a bunch of other random stuff, talking a lot about sports. But he also uploaded some karaoke he's done and some of, of his original compositions. Um, his, his song that he uploaded the day Bin Laden was killed called Bin Laden's Gone. 
where he very soulfully sings a folk tune about that. Oh my so, god. <laughs> okay, I'm going to it, go back a step. Um, yeah. I, I don't have anything positive to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you don't have anything positive to say, you should head on down to Ball Pit. That's B-A-L-L-P dot I-T. Normally I'd say I don't have to do this shit for the, one of these, but this is not a short, so I guess I have to. Um, mm-hmm. T-H-E-F-M-I-N dot U-S. There you'll find episodes that are not three hours of us talking about an insane person with an insane person fixated on very specific, a very specific lore from a video game you probably haven't thought about for a while. <laughs> uh, <sighs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, God, I don't even fucking know. Yeah. Look out for G, everybody. Look out for G.